What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen back here in the SD Prep Insider Studios. Hope your summer's going well. I know mine just keeps on getting better. We talked to more and more stars across San Diego. And we've officially broken the mold. And we are not doing football right now. We got Margaret McCarthy, the first volleyball player, uh, joining us for this summer. How you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Thank you. Well, we have you on right now because uh, you have just decided to commit to Trinity Volleyball. So we got to talk about that a little bit. We got to talk a little bit about the high school season and a little bit of uh, maybe we can figure out what exactly side out means um, because that is a, a little bit of a not every volleyball player actually knows it, but everyone knows to say it. Um, but let's start with your decision to commit to where you are going to be playing your college volleyball, Trinity College. That like you were saying to me before we got this interview started, has been a long and arduous process for you. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, in the end, I feel like I made a great, great decision. It's the perfect fit for me. I always wanted to go East Coast, so Connecticut is great, (laughs) and the school is just amazing. The coach is amazing, and I don't know. I It just seems like I'm going to have a big presence on the team, and it's just going to be awesome. Very exciting. Now, I ask this of every single high school athlete here in San Diego that is leaving the state. What the hell are you thinking? Why are you going to go where it's cold? Are you ready for that? I hear that from everybody. I hear that from literally everyone I meet, especially people coming to San Diego. Um, but I'm, I guess I'm just too used to it. I'm spoiled. And I don't know. I lived in Atlanta for four years. So I missed the season. So I definitely want to go back to the season. Um, So that's what I'm going to do. I would say that maybe, though, um, and and this is showing my personal just, I've been in that football mindset, is is volleyball, you might actually not have it affect you too horribly. You're not going to be out there playing in the snow um, because you're doing doing indoor (laughs) volleyball. So, yeah, hopefully there wouldn't be any snow uh, leaking through the windows of the gym or anything like that. So uh, it's really just – yeah, I, 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 I mean, the football players always end up going, yeah, you're right, it is going to hurt to get tackled in zero degrees. Um, and I'm sure that uh, oh. trying to block a, uh, a kill shot in zero degrees would probably hurt more than anyone is, uh, is willing to admit. Um, so you are going to be going there Definitely. next year, but this year you are going to still be uh, representing the Canyon Crest Academy Ravens. Uh, that season yeah. is just about to get underway. You guys... Uh, a little bit over a month away. Um, tell us a little bit about the squad this year and, and what you're looking forward to with the group that you got going this year. Oh, so last year we lost nine seniors and they were all fantastic players. And I feel like this season we do, we do have a bit of our core team left. Um, we have three seniors and I think four soft juniors coming in. Um, that we already know and have already played with. But I'm excited to see where this new, pretty much whole new team is going to take us. I mean, it's going to be a lot of work and a long, hard process again. But uh, I feel like we're going to do really, really well. I'm excited. I'm pulling up the schedule right now, and my computer is going horrendously slow. This is always the uh, (laughs) the problem with modern technology and these interviews i'm trying to get uh, to the uh the let's see here is the roster 
and get to the positions. You are outside hitter, and uh, and what is RS? You got to fill me in on that one. Right side. Right side. Yeah, so right side and, and outside. Yep. So right side and outside hitter. So just kind of educate people on uh, on what it, you are basically the one of the people who the whole offense is funneled through. Educate us a little bit, though, on what exactly outside hitter and right side do. Well, um, we terminate. I mean, we're the, the last ones, hopefully, that get our hand on the ball before we hit it on the other side of the net. So the center will touch us, and hopefully a pin hitter will hit it straight down. <laughs> so, you terminate? Yeah, that is the greatest happens. phrase I have heard in yeah. sports in a while. Are you okay being known as the Terminator this season? I am more than happy. <laughs> I would love that. Fair enough. Um, to anybody in CCA Raven Nation right now listening, start making Terminator posters. Start getting those things uh, made. Any and all Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator-related references are welcome. We will gladly retweet Come and, on, guys. and post those to our uh, to our um, our Instagram. For you as an outside hitter, what what is what is like what's the mindset? Is it all just downward angle? Are you trying to finesse it and place it somewhere? Is it brute strength? Like what goes into that? Because a lot of people just you see the ball get smacked real quick and you don't realize that it it's a little bit of a nuanced sport. So it's definitely calculated. Um, sometimes you just want to hit it straight down and you know um, where you're going to put it. So that's always good if you can see the other side of the net and hit to an open spot and just end the play. But sometimes it's, it's, all, about, it's all about strategy. So putting it in the right place at the right time, whether you want to get the other team out of system so they can't give you a ball, that's super, super hard to pick up. Um, it all depends. All depends on the play. For you personally, what's your style? What are you? Is it? Does it really just cover? You're gonna have to forgive my ignorance here. Does it just cover the? You're you're doing anything every time? Because maybe to put it into a baseball sense, some people are power pitchers. Some people are all about the breaking okay. ball. Everyone's got their sort of signature way that they get their outs. What are you? What do you like to be known most for as an outside hitter? <laughs> well, I mean, definitely my power is probably what's gotten me pretty far in this whole in the whole scheme of things um i definitely like to smash that's that's pretty much it i mean sometimes i just won't even think about it hit it as hard as i can hope it goes well <laughs> don't tell my coach <laughs> is there is there a way to do you know like what the hardest you've ever smashed a ball is like miles per hour wise does that get registered or, or, or oh, recorded man. anywhere I wish we had. Um, I wish we had something to read that. But I mean, sometimes you can see by the injuries placed on other people. Oh, if I can say that. Oh no! I no! I I completely. I whenever somebody mentions that, I go back to uh, Lexi's son from Santa Fe Christian a couple of years oh, ago. The queen. She yeah. put a ball <laughs> off of a girl's face that hit the lights mm-hmm. in the stands oh. and. I ended up posting that as a GIF on our Twitter, and I got oh. a, I got a message from the athletic director of the other school saying, "Would you mind please taking that down?" Uh, oh, the girl geez. broke her nose and was actually very badly injured in that, and I was like, "Oh, absolutely! I'd be glad to take that down." Oh, Holy hell! Goodness. I had no I had no idea. Um, but, oh man! 
in volleyball, you see it all the time, especially at longer tournaments. The injuries just keep coming. So as people just kind of start letting their guard down, they're more tired on the third or fourth day of a big tournament, volleyball-wise, um, you just start to see the injuries really pile up. It is such a bummer, but, I mean, you get the point. It's a little ruthless, I know, but uh, – yeah, you feel it. You feel it in the morning. Well, some of those hits. I'm glad you bring up that because volleyball, it, it technically is not a contact sport, but it's it's one of those sports yeah. where you you get to the end of the season, and I don't think people really appreciate the athleticism and the endurance needed to survive it. You guys, as a high school team, will play about 30 to 40 games, maybe a little bit more than 40 if you make a deep playoff run. So, it, yeah, it takes a toll on your body by that end of the season. You, everything kind of hurts. You're really worn down. You guys have to be in in somewhat, if not better, athletic shape than I think a lot of people expect. Yeah. Um, in high school volleyball, I really do think it is, it's a bit harder than club um, because it's so compact. The schedule is so crazy because my coach is, is awesome and wants to keep us, like, really killing it. So we always have... Usually, I mean, sometimes around the most games, we're definitely up there. So, I mean, it is compact. We are going every single day. We have, like, two days off, possibly, um, if we're lucky. Um, so, it's just, it's go, go, go. You really never stop. Volleyball is definitely a contact sport, too. Um, uh, it's, you play like there's no net at some point. I mean, girls are jumping higher. Your hands and face, everything is getting hurt. So I feel like it could be a contact sport if you want to say that. <laughs> I want to get back to the the insane intensity of the schedule that you have, but you mentioned club a couple of times, and I, I just mm-hmm. I am fascinated with sports where every, every sport has basically become a year round sport now. Uh, football <laughs> is is one of the few that is still not necessarily year round, but for volleyball. You personally, you play for Wave, correct? Yes. Okay, so Wave is is one of the bigger brand names, but there's a lot of these situations where you will be in club that then all of a sudden you have opponents who are now teammates, and you get to be around LCC and Tory Pines and other girls from schools that you're rivals with. Then you're on mm-hmm. their team, and then you know you're going to play these big national tournaments, and it almost seems like the club scene in volleyball, you 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 take another step up, and you're constantly surrounded by the cream of the crop in, in that community. What's that like? Really, never getting a break, and always having to play constantly in the biggest and most competitive environment possible. I. I think it's insane, and I love going from high school to club always. Uh, I mean, playing with these amazing girls every year is always going to be awesome. Um, But uh, being at a club like Wave, I mean, it's always best of the best. I mean, the teams are fantastic. Coaches are fantastic. So, I mean, it's awesome. (laughs) Are you ever ever either holding something back, being like, I can't let those other schools know exactly how good we are, or are you ever taking notes, being like, okay, number – Number six over there, she she favors her right hand a little bit more. Okay, we're doing the scouting. Con- like, How do you balance that being friends but then opponents? Friends and then opponents and then going back and forth from that from season to season. Oh, easy. It's cutthroat. It's a totally different <laughs> mindset. <laughs> Just so, cut I mean, and dry. High school, That's you're it. In high, yeah. 
high school, I mean, you, all all ties are cut, all bridges are burned. I'm like, if I know this girl, I'll be like, she likes to hit to the left. She's a right, it's like she's left-handed. She likes to tip a lot. Oh man, all of that is coming into play. I tell everybody, everybody tells everyone, you know what I mean? <laughs> you got to use it. Well, and that feeds kind of back into what I wanted to talk about, the insanity of your schedule. You guys are in the Avocado West League, and uh, that's pretty much the league of death. Torrey Pines, LCC, you guys, Carlsbad, San Marcos Mission Hills. Um, mm-hmm. You can sort of throw Western League as the as the the maybe 1B to your 1A with Cathedral Catholic and, and company in there. But mm-hmm. uh, all season long, you are straddled with having to, like you said, play a couple of games a week, but it... it it just shows no sign of slowing down from the the major non-section opponents that you play early in the year to the huge games you have to play late in the year. What is that like being in a situation where, yeah, you can take 10 losses, 12 losses in a season, but you still sort of know, look, those aren't 10 to 12 real losses. Those are losses against the best of the best of the best, like playing against that cream of the crop every single game. What's that competitive nature like? Oh, well... Losing against those teams, even though, of course, they are the best of the best, and being in this league is such a blessing. And, I mean, we've given everybody a run for their money uh, <laughs> every year. So it, 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 it's great, and it doesn't make uh, losing easier. It definitely does not. But um, we just keep pushing. I mean, if you lose um, even more time on the court, I mean, it, you just never, ever stop. It feels never-ending at times. Um, yeah, high school, it, you, you take a beating. You really do. Question uh, kind of about your team, but maybe about your entire school. Canyon Crest is a school without a football program. And I mm-hmm. sort of get the impression sometimes that people still consider you guys the, you know, the, the little brother or little sister of the North County schools. You're not quite at that level. But across the board, it seems like, Every Canyon Crest team is constantly in the mix for D1 and Open Division championships. So do you guys feel like, you know, maybe you can't comment on the whole school, but do you guys feel like you have to play with a little bit of a chip on your shoulder? I've never heard truer words. (laughs) We're definitely known as the little art school, and people just definitely, I mean, we're always brushed under the rug, but we show up. We have amazing, amazing teams at our school. Fantastic teams. And, I mean, our volleyball team has always kicked it. We're, we're always killing it. But, um, I don't know. It, it's hard, but we always play with that mindset. Like, we're just going to go even crazier, even harder, um, to kind of show, show everybody what we're made of. All right, so let's break away from volleyball for just a minute and help people get to know you a little bit better. I love asking this question because everybody has a definitive answer, yet nobody is right about it. But where is the best Mexican food in San Diego? Okay, <laughs> I, I just had um, a California burrito today from Caliente near Corner House and kind of near Coast Volleyball, um, but I mean, I always go to Caliente. I think it's my number one. I don't know. And you always know. go California burrito? California burrito, always. Got to go with it. <laughs> if you could only listen to yeah. one musician for the rest of your life, who would it be? Oh my gosh. Impossible. I love music too much. I, I really, I, I couldn't even give you an answer. Not Nothing close to it. I couldn't even bring it down to three. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really? 
Okay, fair enough. So then, I give us just a little bit of give us a little idea. give us a little sample then of just what's on your pregame playlist. Oh, pregame playlist is totally different than what I just listen to on my my own own time. Pregame playlist is always just kind of rap, rap music, hype music, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So you know, Kanye, Drake, I don't know, Chance. Tyler, the creator, all those kinds of really, really fast songs. So I get super, super pumped. What is the most recent? But also t- some ACDC. Sorry. Oh, really? I do have some old on there. Yeah, I've got some ACDC. Um, I've got some Bowie. Uh, yeah, I've got some like she's my cherry pie. Like I, you know, got okay. everybody on there. Never mind. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't never mind that. Uh, what else can we get you to sing on here? Is, is there any oh Bowie? God. Is there any Bowie that we can get you to a couple of bars of Bowie we can get you to sing? Okay, maybe before a game. Hey, I just gotta see everybody's show. Okay, <laughs> I might get a little mic up. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Hey, if you if you're willing to get get a get, we will have uh, Mr. Black, the 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 media teacher there, get a get a cr- camera okay. crew together and come record you singing some <laughs> Bowie pregame if you're willing to uh, to help us out with that. Um, Maybe we'll have Don't to do like a. Maybe we'll have to start the the pregame singing challenge or something like that. Get that going countywide oh, this year. Um, that would be really CCA. <laughs> what's the most recent television show you have binged, or what are you currently making your way through? Um, I'm binging right now. Well, I was binging American Horror Story because I'm super super late on it, but I'm starting Peaky Blinders. I don't know. It's Cillian Murphy, great actor, and it's it's really weird. I'm loving it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with really weird. Um, you you can you yeah. can never go wrong with as long as you find a show that you. That's the point of binging. You find a show that you like, and you just you yeah. don't have to watch it with other people. You just watch it yourself, and you're like, get you know, get off me. This is what I like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get off. <laughs> what is your favorite snack food? Um. Cheez-Its. Just the original ones? Do you like the Parmesan ones or any of the other uh, varieties? Or are you just a, a, an original Cheez-It person? I could eat Cheez-Its for hours and goldfish, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no I lie. I, I, no lie. It's a, it's a dangerous thing around me to have a box of oh. Cheez-Its open because I'll finish them. Ooh, or those uh, pretzels with the peanut butter in the middle. I buy those in bulk. It's, it's a dangerous game. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now I'm hungry. Now I want to just start snacking on, on, on some of those, on some of those Jesus. Um, are we going to ever, do you, oh, yeah. do you have like a little bag of that underneath your seat? You know, so when they rotate you out, I, will, will, will we see you snacking on those in the middle of a game? It's always kept in the duffel. I do not think I could bring that close to the court. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be going. I wouldn't even know when to switch in. I'd be in my zone. You'd be like, nah, coach, coach, we're winning. It's fine. Nah, ro- 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 next time out. Yeah. Uh, the only problem with the peanut butter pretzels, though, is you need something to drink with it. You, you need a glass of milk or some water because you can't just snack on those the way you can on Cheez-Its. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So so this season, give us a, a couple of players on your team who you think San Diego needs to know about that, that might have a breakout year. Oh, man. Uh, well, oh, man. I don't know. Uh I don't want to, I, it's not that I don't know, because I just don't want to leave anybody out. <laughs> but we do have, um, let's see, we just lost our setter. 
So we might have somebody come up, maybe a libero, maybe a hitter, and come set for us, and it might be crazy awesome. It might it might work. So we don't know, but we just lost um, Gracie, um, our main setter. She uh, had an Achilles, born Achilles at Jado's um, for club season, and she's going to be out all season, which is such a bummer for us. But uh, we'll see. We'll see who comes up. Maybe. Maybe Elise Gibbons, maybe she'll come up, maybe she'll set for us. She's our stud libero. Maybe Viv, our other stud libero. We'll see. Um, we'll see who comes up. <laughs> no matter what, we feel like there will be somebody, though, amongst those ranks rising to the occasion. Um, and if not, they'll just force feed you the ball, and you can start breaking noses and, uh, and bruising <laughs> people on the other side uh, of the net. Uh, are you going to be wearing 13 Definitely. again? Oh, well, sorry. sorry. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> With all the people we've lost, um, we've lost nine players. We're going to be seeing a lot of people maybe being pulled up. We're going to be seeing a lot more players on the court. Um, so I feel like it's going to be a breakout year for a lot of people. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens. Well, folks, if you want to know who's going to break out, just go look at the roster. Anybody that is uh, not a senior, <laughs> just 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 fill them in uh, with, with your breakout award. Are you yeah. going to be wearing number 13 again this season? 1,000%. Nobody can take that out of my hands. No really? way. Okay, is there, a, my number. is there a story behind why 13? Um, it was always a joke because I'm a redhead, um, and the number 13 is unlucky, and redheads are, are known to be unlucky. I don't know, a little wives' tale. But uh, two negatives equal positive, so that's kind of the, the joke. Just All right. Perfect. Super unlucky. Makes lucky, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Two two lefts make a right. Um, that's really awesome. Oh yeah. So, folks, you've heard it here first. Canyon Crest is going to be the sleeper team. They're going to be breaking out brand new stars left and right. But the established <laughs> one that you know is Margaret McCarthy, catcher this year. Before she heads on to Trinity College next year, she'll be as she puts it, the redhead wearing number thirteen. Um, and you might get her to <laughs> sing some David Bowie before the game if you show up early enough. Thank you very much for checking in with us. Best of luck to you and the Raven Nation this season. I am Christian Pedersen. The show is SD Prep Insider. Thank you very much for tuning in, sports fans, and we will talk to you soon.